now we're on to the finale. If this is the first time you're hearing this podcast, um, welcome. And every year in December, the last four episodes of the season is always dedicated to um, being a Christmas gift, a self-help Christmas gift to the people that keep up with the podcast, the people that support me, and the people that follow things that I do, you know, um, and this year, the, the, the theme of the four episodes was, you know, the path to being unapologetic, like, what that looks like, what comes with it, what you have to do, because that's one of my areas that, one of my strong suits that I believe that whatever is a gift for me can be a skill for you if I teach it properly. So I want to make your life easier and um, go back a couple episodes and um, start from the top. The episode eight of season five. That's where it starts. Because right now we're on 11. And the last thing that we have to do on a path to being unapologetic is embracing newness and remaining open. You know, with a new lifestyle, you got to realize that the newness can trigger anxiety. Um, It can feel off-putting. It could even make you sad, maybe a little depressed at times because it's such a different shift. You know, I just thought of my fish, Luna. Now, every time I clean Luna's bowl, because you have to take the fish, you, you know, you prepare water on the side and you take the fish out of the water, you put it in the prepared water and then you... You clean the bowl and you get everything, you know, ready. And then when you add the water, you add the stuff that tempers the water to make it right for Luna. Um, I put Luna back in the water and I give her, I, I give him a minute. Let let him gather himself, gather his bearings, in a sense. And then once. He gathers his bearings when I can see that he's doing what he normally does and he's not, you know, swimming around fast or if he's just, if he starts to just relax, that's when I feed him. And I do that because it can feel off-putting, which is why he starts swimming crazy. Like, hey, what you do to my, what you do to my bowl, lady? You know, I give him some space to do that simply because, you know, it's tough. And, you know, when you're doing things in a new way, it can feel off-putting too because if it's a new, healthier way, we can be more conditioned to painful cycles. Again, the whole process of being unapologetic, people just look at it, and the reason why I want to explain in deep detail the path of being unapologetic because you know media can make it seem like it's a real mm, fuck you mentality behind being unapologetic part of it is but not like fuck you in a bad way but like in a way of like no I'm gonna choose me 
Like, I'm going to choose me. I'm the most valuable component in my scenario. So I'm going to choose me. You know, and that's healthy and that's good. Would you want your kids to choose themselves? Yeah. Then (laughs) you're not self-consumed because you're choosing yourself. Because you would tell your kid, hey, protect yourself. You know. And that newness... It's uncomfortable. There's a lot of newness in my life now. And I took a long gap from social media because I needed to process a portion of the shift, you know, that's happening with my career and how things are going. And it's newness. And my husband, Chris, who, um, he's my manager too. So he asked me how I was feeling, but it wasn't in, from a friend perspective, it wasn't a, cause we all wear different hats, you know? And even he wears a different hats with me, you know? He wasn't asking from a husband's perspective. He was asking from a manager's perspective. That's the hat he was wearing that day. And he asked me, he said, how do you feel? And I said, I feel like I walked into a new room and I don't know what's behind the doors. So it makes me very alert and paying attention to noises. Like, where's that noise coming from? You know, and by noises, you could translate that to feelings. Like, where's that feeling coming from? I investigate stuff a lot about myself, like, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm very wise, and I'm very intuitive, and I'm, and I have good discernment, like, I really do, and most people would say I'm one of the most emotionally intelligent people that they, they've met, but I don't trust myself, though, because I feel like we're humans, and we're so much wider than we're allowed to be so much wider even the free thinkers you're so much wider than you ever even thought like you are such a big person on the inside you know we we label ourselves these things that give us little labels and pockets and compartments but we're so much bigger we're bigger than the house that we live in. We're bigger than the job that we do. We're bigger than the, you know, relationship status, you know, children, thoughts, ambitions, you know. Pat, we're bigger than our passion. It's, it's so much, you know. We're bigger. So since we're so, since I believe that we're so much bigger than what we are, I really don't believe in trusting yourself 100%. Some areas I trust myself, well, mm-mm. I trust myself to a degree. And then past that, I, I seek counsel. But, you know, if you even, you know, even if you don't agree with the Bible, which is, you know, I understand, you know, and I'm, I'm not about to define any of that, you know, and say anything's wrong against that at all. But, you know, you know, you got to know sugar from shit, you know, 
what's real is real. And you know from even seeing a portion of life that you've seen, you know that there's some truth. There's a heavy truth behind the wise seek counsel. Why would I ever? I don't care if you believe I'm one of the smartest people you know. Oh, I'm going to pause and I'm going to investigate and then I'm going to invite a third party, you know. (laughs) I'm going to invite a third party into the Toya show to mediate stuff. (laughs) Why are you thinking that? Why are you saying that? You know, why are you feeling that? What, what, What made you give that feeling a home, you know? But I told him, I said, I just feel like everything is just so new. And I just got in this new room and I need to take a break from social media so I can grab my bearings like Luna. (laughs) I need to check this new bowl out, you know. I don't feel the same. It feel a little different. Yeah, the water is nice, but it don't feel... I'm imagining what Luna must feel <laughs> when I clean his bowl. <sighs> you know, that newness is hard. You know, you know what? I feel like every episode I'm saying that it's lonely. It feels lonely. But it's just new. It's like the first day of school with a new schedule in your hand. <sighs> Excuse me. It's 3.15 a.m. right now. Sorry about that. But it's like when you get that fresh piece of paper that says your schedule on it. I remember middle school looking at that thinking, oh, my God, in seventh grade, you know, in, you know, in the seventh grade, you, you're going to all you came, you're in middle school, you, you're like, oh, my God, look at all these big people. The ninth graders are so huge. They look like grown-ups. I look like a baby compared to them. You know, like everything just feels so new. But we got to do the same thing babies do. Trust trust the being that's taking care of us. We got to say, well, who taking care of me? No, you got to trust the the. You know, God, force, source, however you need to perceive it. You got to trust the thing just like a newborn baby. You got to trust that your work that you put into, the stuff I talked about the last three episodes, the work you put into being unapologetic, that will be your safety net. That's my safety net all the time, the work I put in. You know? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm cozy, cozy on the couch recording, but yeah, it can be off-putting, and then being used to painful cycles is a real thing, that's just like when people date, get a healthy relationship, they're always very like, hmm, where am I going to have the, like my husband says, the gotcha, he said, I'm just waiting for the gotcha with this situation we was talking about. He said, I'm waiting for a gotcha. It's going to pop out, you know, and that's what we do. But you just got to let go. Because what else, huh? 
that's what I do. Look, when I know sometimes I could be like a dog that worries a bone, meaning like when I get a goal or when I get a thing I want to do, oh, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to hold on to it until it comes. And when it comes, I relax my body. You know, we just got to relax and, and then say, what else are we going to do? The newness is uncomfortable, but what else are we going to do? We're going to go back? Okay, the newness is so uncomfortable, so tiring, go back. You don't want to go back, do you? Move forward. And moving forward, you're going to see new land. Moving forward, new opportunities. Moving forward, new challenges. But the air is different, you know? It's like getting in a new car. The air is different. It's so perfect. It's so perfectly put. The air feels different. We had a rental car recently um, because um, my husband took the truck on a camping trip with um, our oldest son. And uh, my youngest son, he said, he said, um, he said, Kim, he said, what is it about this smell in this car? And I said, it's a new car, like factory smell. Like you can smell the leather, you can smell whatever material made the dashboard. Like that stuff smells very new, like out the plastic, you know. Even it'll smell different, you know. The food's different. You're different. You're renewed. Embrace the newness like it's an adventure. And like really live life. Like we see that on stationaries or planners. Life is an adventure. It really is. It can be an adventure or torture. Depending on how you view it. It's all from a different narrative switch. Because someone else watching my life. I remember... um, Excuse me. I was going through a really tough time during my pregnancy with my youngest son. And my sister said it just seemed like, you know, you was every time you you know you was doing good, something hit you. But that was her perspective from the outside, right? But my perspective from the inside, I felt like I was improving. <laughs> no, I really felt like this is progression. I, yeah, that person was, like, verbally, you know, abusive, but I, you know, I'm out of it, so that means I let go, and I got myself out of it, so I'm improving, I didn't even stay in it a long time, you know, it seems like one bad thing after another, but to me, from a different perspective was one good thing after another was happening because it's like every time something ugly happened, something good happened. That's how I was thinking versus me thinking bad stuff always coming once I get something good. I think about the bad coming and good follow right after it. That's what I know after every hard time a good a good spell going to follow versus me thinking hard times always coming back around no good times come back around 
You see, it's just a narrative shift. It's a narrative shift. Because I embrace the newness and I remain open. There's so much, you know, one thing I know is that, Toya, there's so much more that you haven't seen. So you can't, you can't afford the cost of being a pessimist because nobody can be a pessimist because good things happen every day. Good things legit happen every day. But it depends on our view. It depends on our vantage point. So, you know, this journey to being unapologetic, you know, you can only be that. You can only access your storehouse of blessings through your thumbprint, being and being your authentic version of yourself. That's the only way you can get it. You can't be the person that you're pretending to be. You have to be the person that you really are. And you can only find out who that person is by taking steps to clean out and rearrange and make space. You know, that's why episode, you know, one of this four episode package basically is just number one deciding to take the path to selfhood realize that individuality comes with a cost friendships will be lost or repositions repositioned and you will deal with feeling alone number two is the trash is it trash or is it treasure sorting out people thoughts ways habits you know kind of the same way you clean a dirty room Number three, taking out that trash and dealing with the empty space and acknowledging, you know, that people acknowledge the trash but don't take it out because they're comforted by the white noise that the trash brings and they're afraid of emotional emotional empty space or silence. And now the last one where we are right now is embracing the newness and remaining open. A new lifestyle can trigger anxiety, can feel off-putting, simply because we're more conditioned to painful cycles. But we're in a new day, in a new time right now. It's brand new. No one can, no one can take that from you. Once you do the work, that's the, that's the thing about doing the work. Once you do the work, nobody can take that from you because you know that you did the work. People can say what they want, but they can't ever take it from you because you did the work. And, you know, four, don't get it twisted. I know that four episodes won't, won't cure all of your problems, but it'll definitely be an aid. And at least you have a guide you could refer to to be like, well, one piece of a guide to be like, man, I feel so nervous. Why am I feeling? Oh, yeah, I'm in a new place that can trigger anxiety. I don't have to lean into it, you know, in that way. But experience it at the same time and let it do, you know, run its course in a way. There's this thing that Chris 
says to me when he says, sometimes you just got to lean in and let the feeling be that and don't stay there and just let it go away. And that's why I tell you all of these things, not to say that this stuff won't happen or it'll be easy to get out of. But at least you have, like, there's this thing that I did with one of my friends with marriage. I called and I was like, look, I explained what was going on. I said, is this one of those things where this is a part of marriage and what it takes to grow and be with somebody, whatever? If you tell me this is a part of it, then I'm okay. I could deal with the pain of where I am right now. If you tell me that this is the this is a part of two humans, individuals, merging lifestyles. If you tell me that this is a part of it, I'm good. If you say, girl, that's some other stuff I ain't never seen, that ain't it, then I know I gotta start moving differently, you know? And it was just a part of it, and you just make yourself accept it, you know? So, we're about to go into a new year. You know, and I like I said, I know there's the people like every day is new. I know, but majority of society, babe, <laughs> views the new year as a new spot. So mm, that's what I'm speaking to. <laughs> you know, embrace the newness and remain open. When you feel anxiety, know where it's coming from. You know, there's this thing that I tell a kid. I said, my youngest son, you've only been here, you, you've you only been here nine years. Why are you expecting you to know what I know at 40? You've only been on earth nine years. You're not dumb or annoying if you're asking a question. You know, like you're supposed to ask questions. Am I asking too many questions? No, you better ask a lot of questions, boy. This is... You've only been on earth nine years. You gotta ask questions. You gotta ask. It's like humans, adults are like a child's GPS. Like, you gotta ask questions. <laughs> you know? It's noon. Remain open. Let life, let you surprise you. Let life surprise you. Let love surprise you. Let friendship surprise you. Let the wind surprise you. Like, take joy in it, you know? You got to take, physically take joy in it. Like, because that means if you got take joy, why would someone tell you to take joy? That means joy is somewhere to be grabbed and owned, you know? So if joy is somewhere to be grabbed and owned, I want it. That's like if you could buy time at a store, everybody would be at that store. Because they would buy time, give them to their loved ones, buy time, give it to themselves. All kinds of stuff. It's new. I, I, I feel really good about how you guys may be changing on the inside and embracing who you were created to be because the world needs you. I say that so much because I believe it. The world needs you. Yes, you who thinks that 
you don't count much. You definitely are important, an important cog in the mighty machine of life, a thread in the tapestry of life. Like you're 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 valuable, worthy, easy to love. You know, you deserve good things. And um, I hope all four of these episodes have helped you in some way and helped put you on a path or gave you a nice pit stop on your path to becoming the unapologetic version of you. And um, I'm signing out. And this is the season finale of season five. Um, Make sure you go back, check out the episodes. And um, if you feel like you want to give to this podcast in any way, um, my cash app is dollar sign Toya Bodie, T-O-Y-A-B-O-U-D-Y. Same thing on Venmo. Toya Bodie, B-O-U-D-Y. And um, thank you for everything. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for your time. And thank you for embracing the idea of being the unapologetic you that the world needs. We need you. See you next season. Happy New Year.